The Secret Key Podcast, Season 1, Episode 15. Hey, welcome back, guys. Um, I'm glad to, to know that you guys are coming back and wanting to learn more about me and uh, listen to my, to my stories. Today's episode, I want to focus it on, um, on superheroes, but I'm not going to talk about like who's my single best or favorite superhero. I want to talk about more who, uh, which is my favorite superhero team, you know? Um, out there, of course, you have like the Avengers, you have uh, the Justice League, you have Watchmen, but mine were never no, uh, one of those. I actually always thought that like the Avengers were a little bit lame before the movies came out and everybody was like getting into that. Uh, the Justice League, I never cared for uh, for the DC uh superheroes other than Batman and uh, and I never cared for Watchmen at all so which which is my 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 favorite superhero team right so just to give you a bit of context right in the 90s Marvel launched a couple of animated series right and one of them that was very popular in Mexico, at least on, uh, on those years. And I think from what I've seen in different documentaries and stuff like that, was uh, the X-Men, the X-Men, the animated series. Not sure if you guys have watched it. If you don't, I really, I highly, highly recommend watching it. The, the 90s version. There were more um, upcoming, well, there were more uh, new series uh, in the 2000s. I think it was like Wolverine and the X-Men and then X-Men Generation, I think. Um, And those were also a good version of of those heroes, right? But the one that I cared for the most was the 90s. In in Mexico, in the 90s, on Saturdays, uh, there was like a, a, a TV channel that was uh, public. It was not like cable. And they would air uh, those superhero uh, cartoons. And I used to watch the X-Men. I don't know why I got into them in the first place. But I remember watching this team of like... Kind of like soldiers, right? Because they were a team, they were going in missions, they had its own leader, but they were special. They were, they they didn't get their powers from an accident. They were just born that way, right? They were born with a new, like, a new ability that regular human beings uh, didn't have. But there was something else in that cartoon, that when you watch it as a kid... You don't realize it. It's when you grow up and you start reading the comics or watching the cartoons again or the movies and you start understanding more uh, about them. And that was, they were the superhero version of like the minorities. They were people in the cartoons used to hate them. There were people that were afraid of them. There were laws against them, right? Does it sound familiar to you? Does it like, do you think it's something um, that happens in, in society nowadays or that has happened in the past? I, I do think so, you know. Coming from 
a quote-unquote minority or a couple of minorities like people with disabilities or like being gay or when when I moved to the U.S. uh, I was considered a minority for being Latino although I don't know why we were considered a minority if we were like a very huge population you know it's kind of contradictory that side I understand why they say it right but still and the the X-Men they they used to fight crime and like of course overpowered uh villains and stuff like that but the main antagonist of the series magneto he he's always striving for like create a world where humans uh do not hate mutants but on his own terms right like he would punish or in some form of way, uh, avenge or kill whoever is on his way just to get to his ultimate goal, right? Which is just, like, them to be the superior race living in in this world and, like, basically controlling it. Versus the good side, which was uh, Charles Xavier, he would not... Um, he would not use violence, right? He would be like, no, we need to talk with the government, we need to talk with people, we need to show them that we are here with our special abilities just to bring peace, to unite the world, to to show them that w- that we are something that people need, right? And when you're a kid, you don't necessarily care or understand or watch it in that way. But when you think about it, when you go back in time or when you start like looking at it from a different perspective, how much of an influence that had, right? Especially for kids growing up. I'm not saying that the X-Men definitely were like the thing that caused the 90s kids to always like argue or like try to fight for human rights or different types of rights, right? (laughs) I'm just saying like, in some form of way, they influenced it, right? Because in those cartoons, you were watching that there was hate, there was segregation, there was like, hey, they are different. But they always tried to teach, like, yeah, they're different, but we need to accept them. Also, it was pretty interesting because um, in those in those years, the if, if I try to recall, I don't remember that there would exist any black character that was like a major character in some form of way, you know? Uh, like a superhero that was black in those days, like that was popular. Not saying that it didn't exist, right? Because of course there were many other uh, heroes that that were, uh, that had uh, different races and stuff like that. But the X-Men, they introduced like Storm, right? And a Storm was like, this super powerful black woman that could change the weather, right? Like she could use the the weather to her advantage and just control it and like be able to 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 win the battles that required it, right? Like and it's just crazy how much a character can can inspire people, you know? I I always talk about like how uh, that this podcast is in, in, in order to inspire people to create, to think, to overcome things or to see things in a different way, right? But the X-Men, 
did it way earlier than me, right? <laughs> and I'm not saying that I'm like at that level at all, I wish. But imagine a girl, a black girl, watching that cartoon and wa and just like creating all these stories in her mind and knowing that there was a representation of her race out there that uh, that was powerful, right? That That could do a lot of things. It's so interesting to me because... I know that people talk about Black Panther as being like, oh, he's like the best uh, black uh, icon that people could inspire. But I think way earlier we had others that were also as powerful as Black Panther, right? And Storm is definitely one of them. And it's just amazing. To me, it's just way crazy how, how the X-Men did so much stuff. I remember uh, I was a huge fan of the X-Men because there was another character that his name was Gambit and he was the handsome guy that was French and even though in the in the animated series they don't talk too much about like his past uh he he had something he was like the cool guy that uh, that had the cool hair at that time, and he had like the the pretty girl, you know, and he was fighting with with this team, and he had probably one of the silliest powers in the in the series, right? But he was still out there, and I was like, oh man, I wanna like I wanna be him one day. I won't deny I have done cosplay in the past, and one of the characters that I would like to do cosplay. Is definitely Gambit for sure. Take that as a, uh, as a as a yes because Gambit was like my favorite character. And when I was in college, we like I had my my group of friends and we used to talk about that that uh, that cartoon. And we all used to say like Gambit was like the handsome one. We were all in love with Gambit and like he was like the 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 one that we want to be one day. We had, of course, the, the leader, right, Cyclops, that people used to hate. And it's funny because I never disliked him. I actually liked more uh, Cyclops. And me having an unpopular opinion, I never liked Wolverine. And the main reason why I didn't like Wolverine uh, is because he was always... Uh, uh, doing his own stuff he was not I wouldn't say breaking the rules but he was never caring for for what his leader Cyclops was was doing or saying he was like dude I don't care about you pretty boy I'm just gonna go and do my own and I hated that I was like dude just try to obey like what they're what he's saying but it's interesting how character development happens in in comics right like you have two protagonists that are fighting for the same goal but are completely opposites but they're still trying to achieve that right what what um what they their missions were and man like that cartoon was so much fun for me now when i watch it back i think like really i really like this cartoon like there was no there was no action per se like when you when you see when you watch them, there is not like actual fighting. Fighting. There is sometimes fighting some sentinels that like the government sends to to uh, to trap them and just like send them to jail. You know, for being a mutant, for like being different, for go under um, not jurisdiction of of the government. 
but uh but there was never like actually like a one-on-one fighting between like the superheroes and like the the main villains like i think when when they reveal one of the biggest villains called apocalypse they fight him in some form of way but they they're not like oh we're actually going like toe to toe right uh kind of like in anime and that's another thing of growing up with those cartoons that it's so interesting i'm not a person that gets scared of violence of like oh my kids are watching this or not you know like if i have kids i wouldn't be that that fatter but it is very true that now we have gone into a different view like we are in some form of way less sensible to violence and like kids grow up now and see so much out there that it's like wow what what world do we live in you know versus like those cartoons in the 90s were like that and to me the x-men were like oh i really wish i could be a mutant you know there's days that i'm uh i'm out there walking like coming back from the gym or just you know like oh uh i haven't finished my 10,000 steps you know i'm gonna go for a walk and if i'm by myself i i put music on 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 my phone and I space out, I start walking, but I start creating stories in my mind. And definitely the X-Men are on those stories, you know? Sometimes I look at the ceiling, like, uh, uh, not at the ceiling, sorry, like uh, at buildings next to me. And I think, man, if I, if I was, I don't know, like Storm, I would be flying around here and maybe create like some storm here. Or uh, if I was, you know, like Gambit, uh, I would love to be like trying to to fire my my own deck of cards and throw them at this building and you know I'm a person that keeps imagining that I that I still have that inner child in myself and it's just crazy how how much a cartoon can influence on you and I do think that the X-Men provided to those kids that used to watch that show that open view of like hey there's people out there that are entirely different from who you are different race different countries different languages different uh even physical abilities right like there there was beast that he was a human but he had he looked like a beast and they were always teaching you like you have to be open to anyone because they can be anything they can be a doctor they can be uh like a pilot and they're still human beings and we should treat them well and when you think about it you may not realize that maybe you had an unconscious bias that you were watching a show that was teaching you something in a different form of way, an action show. Sometimes people criticize like the superhero movies or like the comics and being like, oh, those things don't teach you anything. Don't, don't watch them. They're super violent. But when you start like digging into the plot and you're like, wow, like, you know, we're not that far from what the comic is telling me. Yeah, we don't have superpowers or supervillains, 
but we are going through the same type of social stuff that uh, that the that their stories are trying to tell me, and for that, I'm so thankful that that group of superheroes exist because they did open the view to me about the world. They told me that there's a world out there that it's entirely different from the city that I grew up. And when you start going out and you start discovering it on yourself, it's like, oh, wow, you know, I didn't know about this, but I'm glad I did. And for that, I want to tell you, go and watch that show. You know, even the first episode, just the first 20 minutes of, of the of the of the animated series, it tells you that that episode is still relevant in our society nowadays because there's a girl who she discovers she's mutant and police is coming after her the 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 government is coming after her and she's like trying to escape for doing nothing which is just being different and in this world we are still being chased for being gay for being black for being latino for being asian and it's just insane right it's the 21st century and we're still making the same mistakes we used to do in ancient times. Like, we haven't grown up. And for that, I wanted to bring that topic into the table. I wanted to bring the very best superhero team that is out there that have taught me something and tell you, have you ever been inspired by anything that it's not real like a comic a book a movie even music sometimes music have characters and when you listen to them you're like oh i wish i was this this person in this uh in this song or hey i'm going through what the song is telling me have you ever felt that way and how much have you learned and how much have you changed from learning from those from those characters from those stories you know think about it maybe you don't have one answer yet because you haven't found one i i used to complain that i grew up in the harry potter times but i never liked harry potter i didn't even read the books i think i only read the last two books and i was like eh, i'm not that interested in the character but when you find that thing that special thing you're like, oh, my whole world has changed. And being from the 90s, I think the X-Men were one of those groups that were my Harry Potter. And I never acknowledged it or never realized it. Now, when I look back, I'm like, damn, the X-Men. And I still think about them. And I think like, if I was a mutant, I would be doing this and that. And I would use my powers to, you know, protect the, the city or the world from this and that. And how would I deal with, like, people treating me differently? Because I have new powers that nobody else has. So, have you ever seen that? Have you? You know? Think about it. It's a good, it's a good um, you know, food of thought that, uh, that it's interesting. Maybe there's something that has inspired you and you have never realized it. So who is your favorite superhero team? Do you even have a superhero team? And if you don't, then look for one, even if it's not real. Maybe it's just like the firefighter community that it's around your block 
and that they do so much for you or your family or your mom or your parents or your kids who is it right well thanks again for listening to to this series uh i hope you liked to uh this week's episode i wanted to to tell you about my favorite superhero team and how much it has brought me so much joy and imagination in my life thanks again for listening uh please follow us on our social media skp underscore podcast and i hope to see you guys in the next one <laughs> bye <laughs>